Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to House of Pride. I'm your host, Tweeted Turner, with Stephanie Lucalzi, Sheena Rose, and Riley. You, girl wow we what heard. a lovely surprise not only am i getting interviewed tonight but i find out that you're gonna have me co-host yes we Isn't like that a lovely surprise drop a bomb on you that way <laughs> hey welcome you're our guest and co-host you have a lot of responsibilities today I today do. february 17 2016 live from san francisco the gayest city in the world it's the house of pride show so what's new with you, girl? I haven't seen you in a hot minute. Oh, the same old. But let's talk about our fabulous guest. Not only are you here to debut your new single, yes. um, a rehashing of Two of Hearts, that classic dance song by Stacey Q, uh, but you're also going to sit in here with me for a while and yeah. shoot the breeze. Sounds shall we fun. interview our first guest? Yes, of course. Do you want to do it or sh- shall I? Why don't we do like half and half? We All know, right, you know, I'll, I'll do the first and... name. Okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we get a nice round of applause for Kelly. Kitzel. 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 Okay, I'm so, I'm so sorry. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> now, this is very relevant because Kelly is in the middle of production of Club Inferno over at Oasis. That is No, not at Oasis. Oh. It's, at, it's at the Hypnodrome at Hypnodrome. Uh, 10th and Brian. It's being done by the oh, Thrill sorry. Peddlers. And I, I'm sorry about that. You guys were just talking about Oasis. It got stuck in my head. Well, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> that's the cult- cultural uh, show, uh, r- venues here as well. What did you like about that venue? About uh, Hypnodrome. With the Hypnodrome, when we first did Club Inferno in the year 2000, we envisioned it as a rock show, uh, like a live concept album. So we did it on a tiny postage stamp of a stage, and we had minimal characters, and we had a full band out there. So now we have a bigger stage and also a budget for costumes. So it's a much better, much grander, uh, much more complete production. Uh, it's also nice to have a professional uh, director behind this, at the helm as well, Russell Blackwood. That's exciting. Tell, tell us how it started, like how you came up with it, I, the concept and everything. I will. Uh, it actually started way, 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 way back when Enrique, I don't know if you remember Enrique, but they were uh, a, what I would call a drag band and they did live shows. Uh, the head of that, who was Darcy Drawlinger, who was one of the people of oh, Oasis. Cool. Oh, is that right? Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. He left for New York and uh, he left this huge vacuum here. There was no more live for lack of a better word, drag musicals happening that were specifically written. How far back are we going? Uh, we're going probably back to 1998. So, okay. Wow. okay. So uh, Peter Fogel, who was a guitarist there, and I did some work with Peter, um, and I had uh, actually written uh, several plays for Theater Rhinoceros, and my first, I'd already had one musical under my belt with Lee Crow. Um, it was uh, called Hillbillies on the Moon. Oh, that sounds oh, nice. fun. It was really nice. It was <laughs> world's first Dykabilly musical. So um, <laughs> that was nice. So, um, so when Darcy left, there was this huge vacuum we felt in this town of, of rock and roll and drag queens. So Peter and I did a, uh, f- wrote a first show called Cyberotica. 
and it was about Y2K madness. And it was a little weird because we wrote the show, and in the show, which came out in 1999, we had the rise of the right wing, we had airplanes falling out of the sky, we had anthrax poisoning, mm -hmm. we had the takeover of the uh, internet, which had just started, was just born in 1995, basically. Mm -hmm. And here we are writing a musical about the, uh, the government takeover of the internet and the spying. And we even had two transsexual terrorists in it, which came true <laughs> about two years ago. They, uh, they try, uh, two transsexual terrorists tried to storm an army base. I never so, read about that. Yeah. Oh my god. So, uh, so that was that was a big underground success. So Peter and I wanted to figure out what we wanted to do next. And I'm a big fan of uh, Dante's Inferno mm -hmm. um, for several reasons. But one, the biggest reason was. When it was written, it was the version of hard rock. Uh, first of all, it was one of the first uh, books that was ever published that was not in Latin. It was in the Vulgate, so normal people, regular people could read it. He also introduced a new type of rhyming meter. And then what he did, what I loved, is that he just skewered everybody he hated. And he put them in hell, and he had the most horrible <laughs> tortures. And it was really a great book to read uh, just, for the, uh, just for the horror elements of it. So uh, Peter and I were looking for a project, and I suggested this. And it works really well because there's nine levels of hell, which kind of gives you a backbone for a show to mm -hmm. build yeah. on each one. And so we got to do it that way. The hardest part was figuring out who to put in hell and where. <laughs> because it was kind of surprising because I thought for sure that, uh, that uh, uh, um, oh, what was her name? Princess Diana should have ended up in hell as an adulterer, but apparently I was wrong. Just floating the idea got a lot of bad uh, bad ideas. I guess I'm like trying that. to visualize this, Sheena. Is it, is it, is it far-fetched to visualize sort of like the scene, the jail scene from Chicago? Uh, yeah. Well, I that. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, yeah. Um, there's there's several scenes that are really kind of fun. Um, in one of them, we have the severed heads of uh, Jane Mansfield, Isadora Duncan, and Marie Antoinette oh just standing, just singing. Oh, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. And then their bodies come out. Just their bodies. <laughs> their headless bodies come out and dance later. Really nice, of the little, a very nice piece of theater trickery oh that uh, Russell Blackwell pulled out. It's really kind, so very cool. fun. So that's some of the funnest part about watching live theater in San Francisco is how people uh, manage to accomplish those yeah. special effects. You know, tell the story through whatever means are available to you. Right. Well, I, I was very lucky. I, I uh, my dramaturg was Doug Holsclaw under Theater Rhinoceros when they were still producing local talent. And when I was writing plays, he gave me a great piece of freeing information. And he said, just write whatever comes to your mind. It's up to the, to the director to figure out how to do it. <laughs> so that's how I, uh, that's what I do is I just write what I want and let the director figure it out. Um, Fabulous. And you guys uh, won awards last year, 2015. It says here six. Well, we were nominated for it. The first run, when we were around, we were up for 11 awards, which uh, we won six. Uh, won six. Yeah, mm. and uh, this time we are up for six. This production is up for six. Uh, Peter and I, Peter who wrote the music and the lyrics, and I who wrote the book and the lyrics, were not eligible this time because we won already for ours. Uh, so I'm hoping that uh, Jim Kumiega, Ruby Vixen, and I can't remember the other person, will get 
their recognition for the costumes that they've done because the costumes oh. are superb and magnificent. I imagine it sounds yeah. like a. So, folks listening to us, this is a production. It's already in full swing. Started February fourth, going through March fifth, which is Thursday, Friday, and Saturdays, eight p.m. Uh, where is the theater located? It's at uh, 10th and between Bryan and is that Brannon? It's a little one, uh, one very small block there close to Costco. Um, and if you're interested in coming, please check out Gold Star because we do have discounted tickets there. Oh, cool. Okay. Great. Um, is there a website that people go to buy tickets? Well, you would go to uh, hypnodrome.com so mm-hmm. or thrillpeddlers.com. And, of course, we're on Facebook as well. That's H-Y-P-N-O-D-R-O-M-E. Got it, folks. If you have any questions for Kelly, call us at 415-550-0511. That's 415-550. I planked. I'm sorry. What is the number? 0511. 0511. 0511. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, girl. I have been. Sheena works late at night. She's a I've been up since 3 a.m. I work super early in the morning. so She's got to get those last calls in at 3 in the morning. So I want to hear more about like who's, who's in the in the musical and everything. Well, Lee Crow is reprising her her role as uh, Mama Cass. Oh, nice. And, oh, that's fabulous. Yeah, we love Lee Crow. love Mama Cass. And uh, Lucrezia Borgia. Lucretia Borgia. Does an amazing job, and I have to say that I would think that Lee Crow is kind of my touchstone when it comes into theater because she's been in every single one of my shows. Lee Crow is mainly known as a drag queen. Uh, I'm sorry, drag drag king. king. We just interviewed her for the Star Trek gig at. And nothing and, makes um, me more Oasis. happy to put her in a pinoir or a yes. or a she's, so, <laughs> she's in high demand. Go her. Lee, so, go. Lee Crow. <laughs> Um, um, and so uh, she's in it, and uh, we have a whole cast of uh, a lot of th- uh, thrill peddlers, regulars, uh, um, and uh, four, three members. Our bass guitarist uh, was in the original production, and our music director, as well as the person who played, uh, who uh, plays Sharon, the fairy person of hell, played Dante in the original uh, role. Or in the original production. Uh-huh. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So well, that's exciting. Familiar. What level is Mama Cass on in hell? Uh, I, I Mama don't... Cass is pretty <laughs> high. Up. She's in the level of gluttons. Oh, and, gluttons. And yeah. she's there <laughs> with Karen Carpenter. Oh. Who, in the Catholic Church, there's six kinds of gluttony, and being too picky about your food is uh-huh. another form of gluttony. So they have a very lovely duet in hell together where they um, fu- they've actually fell in love in hell. It's one of the better. Oh, stories. that's <laughs> one of the happy love stories. Is the music original? All the, the music, music is all original. Oh, I'm that's cool. So proud of the music. Peter did a great job. I would tell Peter, oh, this is a this is a, this is a cross between Hell is for Children and Good Times. Uh, oh, fun. And Peter would be able to understand what I wanted, what the mood that I was wanting, and then built these songs that are very catchy. All have hooks. Um, and uh, run across the gamut from, I know it's supposed to be a rock show, but we do have one really classic, excuse me, old school Broadway number in there, mm-hmm. as well as some new wave and some classic rock as well, and, and disco. It's just really a fun show to listen to. Very eclectic. Yeah, it is very eclectic. Uh, it is very eclectic, but so are the circles of hell, depending mm-hmm. on where you want. So, And of course, you know, the singers, when you have 
uh, Judy Garland in Hell. She's in there too. <laughs> well, she's, a, she's actually in the center level. She's uh, takes the place of uh, at the lowest level. Uh, the song that for Judy Garland has to sound like a song for Judy, Judy Garland. Garland. And yeah, that, yeah. And so for these characters, also uh, Peter and I tried to pay attention to how the characters would actually speak to match up mm -hmm. with the lyrics. So uh, the, the so actor cool. would be able to carry it all the way through. I totally want to go see it. Oh, it's it's super fun. Yeah. I think you would enjoy it if you can get a front seat. Uh, <laughs> it's very very uh, sexy, dirty, mm -hmm. uh, and which the thrill peddlers are known for having a very adult production. So it's, it was a nice mix. I'm really nice. glad we got to work together. Nice. Awesome. Are there tickets left? There are tickets left. And if you guys keep buying them, we'll keep extending the the, uh, the show. <laughs> you know the actors would love that. So. <laughs> Well, let's take a short musical break, Sheena, and we'll okay, be great. back right after this with more Club Inferno. I never will forget Jeanette McDonald. Just to think of her, it gives my heart a pang. I never will forget how that brave Jeanette just stood there in the ruins and sang. San Francisco, open your golden gate You let nobody wait outside your door San Francisco, here is your wondering one Saying I wonder no more Other places only make me love you best Tell me you're the one in all the I'm coming home again, never to roam again, never to roam again, San Francisco. Right when I arrive, I really come alive, and you will laugh to see me perpendicular. London Bridge and the Bridge of San Luis Rey. But the only bridge that's a real gone bridge is the bridge across the bay to San Francisco. I'm coming home again. Never.
we're back at House of Pride, thought we'd just play a little Judy since she's Judy, in hell Judy. with your production. Yes. Um, who else can we find in hell on stage with you? Well, you can find uh, you can find Cleopatra in the uh, Lust. And, oh, yes. Yeah, and what about Anna Nicole Smith? Oh, well, Anna Nicole Smith did not make She's it. She's a naughty but, one. Right, no, she is a naughty <laughs> one. She did not make it. Uh, we were doing a production of our show at another theater, and we were backed up to a rock club, another rock club. Oh, cool. And this was way back before Anna Nicole Smith was anybody, and she was dating one of the members of the rock band. I can't think of what it was. Was it Green Day or Three... I can't remember. So she wandered backstage to where all the drag queens were getting ready, <laughs> and she never left. She just <laughs> stayed back there the entire show. Oh my God. And the, the queens would come out from stage, and then they do her hair, and then they do her. <laughs> she was, really had a great time. Oh, it was cute. Really oh that is cute. But, but we had no idea who she was at the time, so uh, yeah. it, was, it was really kind of fun. So. Sheena, you kind of look like her when you're all dolled up. A little bit. Yeah. I do a mixture of... Um, Anna Nicole and Divine. Yeah. That's, that, that's that, where my look comes that from. Baby accent. So she's baby an accent. Inspiration yeah. to you. <laughs> yes. Mary Rich. <laughs> uh, and uh, who else do we have in hell? Uh, we have uh, one of the um, one of the more astounding numbers I will say is Joan of Arc, who is oh, in wow. the uh, in the heretics um, level. And uh, she sings a beautiful song there, and uh, very wistful. It's called Always Say Your Prayers, and it's about, you know, when things are deepest, when the things are darkest, turn in, and uh, believe in yourself uh, mm -hmm. when everyone else is, uh, is, is bringing you down. And uh, I have made it known that I want her song, song at my funeral, because it is that beautiful Aww. and that moving. <laughs> um, the show itself is about a older showbiz woman mm -hmm. who's in Reno doing second class lounge acts and she's really wondering whether her career is does she want to stay in show business uh, she's having a midlife crisis she has a horrible accident on stage and uh, gets electrocuted and oh. <laughs> dies and ends up in hell and when she goes through these different levels and meets these people it's really more about she's meeting different sides of her own personality mm -hmm. and, cool. and struggling, you know, trying to integrate those into what she wants to be. She was something. Now times have changed. Mm -hmm. She's no longer young. She's no longer beautiful. Mm -hmm. Her talent may not be required anymore, or even mm -hmm. even uh, valued. So where is what what makes her life important? And that's actually what this story is all about. I think that's something subject matter wise a lot of people could relate to. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Especially in this town, Sheena. Of course, in this town. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's uh, in, uh, if you walk away from when you walk away from the musical, you will definitely feel good and empowered about mm -hmm. yourself. I have to say that Peter was a Quaker, was raised Quaker, so uh, uh -huh. so there's always a good uh, moral to our stories <laughs> here. So. Lovely. Well, this is fabulous. Uh, um, so where? Kelly, are you coming from? Are you a native San Franciscan? Uh, I'm not a native San Franciscan. I came to San Francisco in 1981. I was still serving on board the USS Enterprise. 
and I went to Valencia Rose to go watch gay comedy and so I started performing gay comedy while I was still in the service uh, then when I got kicked out of the service for being gay, uh, one of the <laughs> shortly uh, after, yeah, right. <laughs> actually yes, that sir. night, well, I, 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 I had uh, we had written to the uh, me and another uh, gay guy on board had written to Armistead Maupin, and uh-huh. we said we wanted to meet him because he was in the Navy and his career had just started out basically, so he was still very accessible, and so he said yes, and we went over there and we had a lovely afternoon with him and he quoted the words of Harvey Milk, who said that it is so important for every one of us to come out. If we want to see change, then people need to know that we are their brothers, Mm -hmm. their cousins, their co-workers. And those words really struck hard to me. And uh, when I went out, when I went uh, back to the Navy, when we started our uh, Western Pacific cruise, I was about uh, maybe about six months before I was getting out, and I was in the middle of the Indian Ocean. And I figured, if I come out now, what are they going to do? I'm in the middle of nowhere. They, they'll, 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 you know, I'll be the first man to openly serve in the military. You know, when you're 19, you're full of uh, bravado. And uh, as soon as they found out, they put me on a plane and at very great expense to the American people, shot me off the uh, the aircraft carrier and got oh. me into San Francisco. Uh, I was uh, discharged at... Uh, um, Over the city uh, with uh, a parachute. Right, right. <laughs> Get out of right. Uh, at Treasure Island. I was discharged at Treasure Island. Um, I'm, I'm just going to say a little thing that makes me kind of sad. When I was discharged, it was still possible to come to this city with less than 100 bucks in mm-hmm. your pocket and survive. Yeah. And I don't know if that opportunity exists anymore for people to uh, come here, especially with young gays with a dream. No. I honestly no. don't think it's possible to come here with $100 and end up somewhere other than the street. What do you think, Sheena? I think so, yeah. Right. Or you have to be very attractive and quick at meeting. Um, uh, the sugar daddies. Yeah. Sugar daddies. <laughs> and, and, uh, and, and then also, um, I am really happy to see the response that we're getting to Club Inferno, which was 15 years later. And as you know, the last 15 years have been, well, the last five years have been a really major change. Mm-hmm. And it's so gratifying to me to see that... People still want uh, to see uh, theater, to yeah. want to see that kind of theater. Yeah. Does Club Inferno always run here, or do you take it other places? We have never taken it other place, but we just got a uh, request from St. Paul, uh, Minnesota, who want to do a production of it, which oh, cool. which is really fun for me as the writer. It's not a big deal, mm-hmm. but for Peter as a musician, mm-hmm. you know, all it, that. The, the main yeah. thing is, is that this has to be a rock club. This has to be a rock show, and it's not a it's not a musical. It's not a Soundheim, Lerner and Lowe mm-hmm. musical. It is like Tommy or yeah. one of those a shows. rock opera. A rock opera. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, with right, exactly. It's ex- exactly that, but. We have more lyrics, yeah. I mean, spoken bits. Uh, but that's exactly what it is. And so to keep that integrity of mm-hmm. the show, that's Peter's going to have to deal with that. Um, I've, I've never uh, really had a show be shopped around or people want you know, been interested in doing before, so it's quite exciting. And I, I think it's because the story, Sheena, as you pointed mm-hmm. out, is universal, something yeah, a lot of people can relate story. to. Yeah, it's a very universal story. So, folks, uh, tomorrow... Friday and Saturday, running uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday through March 5th um, at the Hip- Hypnodrome. Hypnodrome in- Theater. Yes. And that's a pretty historic um, theater of its own, isn't it? Uh, it is a jewel box of a theater. Mm-hmm. The owners of it, uh, uh, Russell Blackwood, uh, wanted to emulate the 
the Grand Guignol. <laughs> my earring. So, <laughs> my your, your uh, earring fell off. Honey. Right. Uh, he wanted to emulate the uh, Grand Guignol theaters in France. I don't know if you know this, but huh. um, they were these theaters that happened, in, I think, uh, in the late 1880s. 90s 1890s and such in France and they were terribly realistic uh, theaters where people would be eviscerated have their guts cut out or their eyes gouged and French audiences had never seen anything like that Mm. and uh, it became quite underground and there were the theaters had uh, little uh, booths set up with curtains where you could see out but nobody mm-hmm. could see in because you know this was very base entertainment mm-hmm. and high, rich people weren't supposed to show up <laughs> so Russell went through great lengths to emulate that feel of the theater of a Grand Guignol theater oh, and it cool. is a, a cute little um, uh, jewel box of a theater like I said the uh, most amazing thing about it is the working guillotine right there <laughs> so so that's kind of cool um yeah, I've heard a lot of cool things about it. I mean, I, I've heard that the cockettes also. Well, it's also that the cockettes. They, too. I believe that uh, I believe that the thrill peddlers did the all the cockettes mm-hmm. shows, and so they were looking for a new ridiculous theater, okay. and they found our shows, oh, which cool. really fit the domain or the uh, fit the cockettes uh, point of view, mm-hmm. and uh, I was. I am so thrilled and honored and humbled to be included in the same sentence, our work to be included in the same sentence mm-hmm. as the Cockettes. But I think it all came out of the same thing, uh, same uh, impetus is that uh, uh, a lot of creative people wanted, a lot of queer creative people wanted to create art outside of the normal uh, range. Fabulous, Sheena. <clears throat> Have you guys thought about doing maybe like a, a film for- you underground film version uh, especially after watching Tangerine mm-hmm. and seeing that that was done on uh, iPhones mm-hmm. um, I'm definitely interested in doing a, uh, a a version of it I would like to see it in a post-industrial hell which I oh, think cool. that we could do with shots around um, uh, San Francisco pretty mm-hmm. easy enough in this hell uh, there's no ferry that tours you down there's actually a elevator that goes down so <laughs> that that's very easy to find a uh, elevator elevator to to fill in for that yeah i would love to do that thing yeah sheena and uh, if you can set us up with any producers with money <laughs> i'm sure you're gonna hit them first so. <laughs> all right folks so this club, in- my club inferno <laughs> if you haven't gotten your tickets yet do so by going to their website um, Club Inferno again is showing at the Hypnodrome uh, through March 5th. And Can you're going to have a hell of a good time. It's, yes. it's Yes, you're going to take home a full experience. You'll come home. I, you know what? I, I will say this for sure. It's one of the few musicals that you'll go away humming a tune because, like I said, there's many They're that infectious. Yeah, yes. They, yes, they are. So. Um, I love it. And they're up again for a bunch of awards. So a bunch. A bunch. bunch. A dozen that. or so. Um, <laughs> Kelly, uh, thank you for joining us. Kelly you, Catal, is that right? Sure. You made it sound more French, but yeah. Yes. Catal. Catal. Yeah. Um, thank you for stopping in. We'd love to have you back at oh, another you, another time. Uh, ladies and yeah, gentlemen. All right. Yeah. Let's have a nice round of applause. Once again. Yay. Thank you, Trico. 
So, folks, we'll be right back. We're going to take a short musical break. But what I would like to do now is feature Sheena Rose's current single because it's actually in the top 10 on some very important music uh, record pools. And we're going to get into Sheena's story a little bit later. Uh, but right now, here is a sampling of Two of Hearts. Do you want to set us up? Who's this remix? Which one are you playing? Okay, yeah, so this is the original mix by my producer, Leo Frappier. He works a lot with local San Francisco artists and is a big billboard remixer in his own right. And this is the original clipping.
Sorry, Kelly. <laughs> Dance party is on hiatus. For we have round two of House of Pride coming up. How are you doing, yeah, like Sheena? That. I'm doing great. That was a lot of fun. I love Kelly. I'm I love so, meeting new creative. What a talent. Fun people. What a yes, talent. What a talent. Wow. Um, we'll have him back, definitely. But we'll see a lot more of him. I want to hear more of those Navy stories. Yes. Yes. And the drag queen alien that comes down and turns into a fabulous drag queen. Oh, that always happens to <laughs> everyone at some point in this city. Um, but hey, great song. Great remix Thank by you. Leo Frappier. Um, we're going to get into your story of in course. a little bit, but why don't you introduce our listening audience to our next okay. guest? Okay, so she's a girl about town, and she's really starting to make a name for herself, and she's in magazines and movies and music videos. Miss Donna Persona. Well, hello, hello. And okay. sitting next to Donna is her collaborator on a project we're going to learn all about it, Miss Maria <coughs> Excuse me, Rodriguez. How do you say your middle name? Maria Elise Rodriguez. Elise. Elise. Beautiful name. Maria Elise Rodriguez. Welcome. Thank you for having us. How are you guys doing? We're doing beautifully. Yeah. yeah. Great. I'm enjoying the weather. Yeah, San Francisco's experiencing a little mini heat wave, Sheena, wouldn't yes, you say? Yes, that was a surprise. You know, I, I work early in the morning and I I went and took a nap and then I wake up and I leave to go, you know, to the to come down to the radio show. I'm in my jean, my, my little shorts and t-shirt and I was like, oh, great, it's raining. I have to go up and change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So now, I wasn't expecting that. Now it's raining. Well, we need the rain, don't we? Yes, we need we a do. lot more. Uh, but... Enough about the weather. I wanted to hear about your projects, ladies. Okay, well... Uh, Where to begin? Yes, what do you work... It's a film. Yes, uh, do you want to talk about a film? A very, very busy month for mm. Donna Persona. And um, start a list, I guess. But okay. the, the most exciting thing is a, a, a screening of a film that I appeared in, Beautiful by Night, which was directed by James Hosking. And uh, it, was, it came out of a uh, magazine article in an out magazine. Mm-hmm. It started as a, an article. That's it, a national gay oh, magazine, yeah, I, would I you would say? I like to say it's the premier, Worldwide. premier rag, mm-hmm. gay rag in this mm-hmm. country, out magazine. And so from the article is born a featured a film, film yes. uh, starring yourself? Well, uh, yes. And, and two others, uh, Colette Legrand and Olivia Hart. And this was done, when did it come out first? The, the film, the article came out uh, about... But 2014? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it came out. And uh, somebody got the idea to make a film from it. Mm-hmm. But basically, the story is a, a story of three drag queens and you know they say three aging drag queens mm-hmm. in San Francisco mm-hmm. that uh, have created a, like a second chapter of their lives maybe mm-hmm. and, and do uh, drag shows every weekend in mm-hmm. the Tenderloin and in this case yeah. it was Aunt Charlie's. Yes. Yes and, and so the story follows these three ladies and it goes from their home and it, show, it, it talks about them getting ready and their inspiration and then going from there to the club mm-hmm. and doing shows mm-hmm. and, and what that entails and how it is and then going back home. And it's a very beautiful film. 
You saw it. Mm-hmm. The yeah. musical number. I, I, yeah. I think it got a lot of critical. Very candid. Yeah. Uh, positive critical critique mm-hmm. when it came out. Oh, well, yeah. yes. It, uh, it was part of Frameline. Mm-hmm. It was picked up by Frameline. And that's being shown at the Tenderloin Museum, which is yes, right well, in, the, in the Tenderloin. But first it was at the, the Victoria Theater for mm-hmm. Frameline. That's mm-hmm. right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So and now there's a new showing. Yes, now we're having another screening in San Francisco mm-hmm. at the Tenderloin Museum, which is a uh, new museum. I've walked past it recently. It's it's on. It's somewhere like a Eddie, Turk. Eddie uh, and yeah. Mason and Turk. Is it by the police station? Uh, yes, luckily. <laughs> <laughs> so you know somebody won't walk off with the film. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We're hoping that. And that you know the, the the curators there can run out in the street and film events. You know, that happen. This is fabulous. Out. When is it showing? It's showing next Wednesday, February the twenty fourth. Okay. Uh, but the thing about that is, it's it's sold out. Oh, it's so that folks out. listening to us, that one sold out. That sold out. And but hold your breath. That's a good story, though. Yeah. Uh, the 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 museum is new, and. Uh, this is the first thing that, I mean, it, the, the tickets sold very, very quickly, wow. very quickly. And, and uh, they decided to do an encore. Uh, Screening. Showing. Oh, cool. yeah. Yes, and that's, that's going to be at the Roxy. And I, I won't say the date yet. I mean, I've, I've heard the date, but mm-hmm. it isn't locked in. Oh, but, uh, the Roxy is a bigger April venue. at the yeah. Roxy Theater nice. yeah. show again. So, but uh, next Wednesday, the way it'll go is uh, we will mix and mingle with a with crowd, and then each one of the ladies will do a number. How lovely. Yes. And uh, from there, they will show the film. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, then after that, the ladies will each do a number again. And then we'll have a Q&A. We'll, we'll, oh, just, we'll, we'll sit there and the audience will be able to talk to us and ask us questions. Fabulous. How, how, big is, uh, how big of an audience do you expect? Well, I think they have seating like uh, 80 or 90. Oh, wow. That's a nice... Yeah. I think it sounds fabulous. Well, you know, that's I, exciting. I think big. Huh? I'm trying to think <laughs> big now. And uh, they do too. So the Roxy seats more... Uh, Two yeah. or three hundred. We're going to be in the little. Well, how exciting, yeah. Sheena, to have that is exciting. A, a film in such demand. Yeah. Oh yes, yes. Well, you know, it's already had uh, going on two hundred thousand views. Because it's on YouTube um, or Vimo or something like v- that, right? Vimeo. V- Vimeo. Vimeo. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you know, like this. Yeah. Now that you bring yeah. me to that, uh, it it was the uh, pick Vimeo's pick one time. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say maybe from a million selections, yeah. the staff at Vimeo mm-hmm. chose it. They said, we love this. That is so cool. Yes, it's fabulous. And, uh, you know, the article and the movie have been in many, many uh, magazines and newspapers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Dangerous Minds, Slate, Huffington Post, The Washington Post. Donna Persona graced the front page of the entertainment section of the Washington Post. And I understand that it was delivered to the White House, the Oval Room, and our president read it. 
mean, I'm sorry, that was in my dream. <laughs> <laughs> and he called you. All my dreams come true, though. All my dreams come true. No, but uh, yes, it. it um, well, somebody in his cabinet read it, that's for sure. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe, you know, that it's nice to have exciting. a life that's unbelievable. Yeah. Have you Yeah. Uh, is, uh, have you had this level of success in your career in the past? Uh, yes, I have. Uh, I, this is the second film that I have appeared in. The first one was called My Mother, and that was produced and direct, not, uh, directed by uh, Jay Bidwani, who, who's a Welshman. And uh, he submitted it to several uh, festivals, but the one that I'm impressed with the most is a festival that was put on by the BBC and uh, in London, and he won first prize for a short film. Oh, and uh, that, from that, the, the BBC, uh, gave him an assignment. They wanted, uh, this is the way I like to say it, they wanted to see if it wasn't all Donna Persona. So they, they <laughs> gave him this assignment to do two more short films, and then they would uh, get back to him and tell him that if they could move forward and, and uh, let him make a 60-minute documentary film all about Donna Persona. <laughs> <laughs> so the so he did that, mm -hmm. and they gave him the go ahead. Oh, lovely! Yes. So on that score, March tenth, mm -hmm. he's coming back here, and we are going to shoot more footage. Well, we're gonna create. I don't know about that. I, maybe, but mm. we're gonna create a storyboard. Or we're gonna formulate exactly what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. and a new film altogether. A, a, a new film altogether. Yeah, together. new topic, new everything. Uh, well, yes, uh, a, a similar topic. It's about my life. Mm -hmm. you know, that, that, that's what he wants to do. So it, but it's, he's kind of uh, nervous about it. You know, well, I love doing everything, things that are, make me nervous, but mm -hmm. he did nine minutes and he's wondering, you know, do we have 60 minutes? I said, eight hours, honey. Well, eight you, hours. You should, <laughs> well, why don't you bring him over here and do a segment here? We would oh, love, yes. we, we no, would no. love that. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, he is coming here March 10th. Oh, okay. And uh, I've already started things. Uh, I, this is another subject, but I'm going to be hosting a show at Balancor. Balancois. Balancois. At at uh, um, March twenty fifth. Okay. Is this an ongoing show or a one off? Or? Well, it's part of uh, Mama's Mama's Drag. Oh, and okay. your Mama's Drag. We, in fact, I saw you last Friday yes. performing there. Is that you? Is that yes, you? that DJ. was me DJing, <laughs> playing your music so it doesn't skip. Yes, thank <laughs> you for that. I had to I had to rub the makeup off with my shirt. Oh, I'm not <laughs> sure. You know what? Donna's a mess. <laughs> she's a pretty, a pretty mess. mess. Yeah. She's a pretty mess. She's a, yeah, she's a pretty mess. But no, so uh, on March 25th, uh, I'm going to host the whole evening. And part of that is Jay and I are going to show his film. And we are going to talk about a, a project. That we're working on okay and with him I, I also made a music video 
a normal song which is uh, done by Perfume Genius. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm happy to announce that it's gotten 60,000 views. Wow. Yeah. That's that's amazing. Are you familiar with that song? Yeah, Yeah, it's the first one you did. Is it the one out of drag, right? You're out of drag? Or is it the one with the car? Because you did two recently. Uh, Yes, the one with the car I did recently. No, the other one I started out of drag and end up in drag. Oh, okay. Normal song is a story of someone who likes to think that they're normal. This Mm -hmm, is my mm -hmm. normal. Mm -hmm. And and, uh, Jay wanted to show a man... And that turns into a woman mm-hmm. in, in that story, and so that, that's that's how that happened. Okay. Yeah, but he he did it kind of to uh, enhance the 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 short film. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It was similar similar theme. Yeah. About being comfortable in your own skin, and you know, being a drag queen, and yeah. coming to your life in drag at, at uh, a- after living. 59 years Mm -hmm. before I ever got into drag and before I got into stage. Yeah. It took me that long to get over stage fright. Yeah, I hope I'm over it now. Better late than never. I think so. (laughs) Better late than never. Really, it took me all those years and I, 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 I tried. You were just fashionably late to the party, that's all. Yeah, but yes, that's right. Thank you. So, Maria, tell us how you and Donna are here to collaborating on what? What's your role in all of this Donna-ness? All about Donna, all the time. (laughs) That's the truth. So, Donna and I met... That's we get along. Yeah. She's my muse. Donna and I met through Rumi Misabu. Rumi Misabu is one of the last living members of the Coquettes. Wow. And I was Rumi's stage manager for Rumi Palooza and Omega Salvage in Berkeley. Oh, cool. This big show. And Donna was performing that night and she debuted her belly dance. But we started to talk after the show and she gave me a lot of inspiration. I'm a photographer and filmmaker and we discussed a photo shoot at Omega Salvage and made this tentative date. Um, but then I, I'm also in film school, so I started to make this film, and it's about two performers. One is a 70-year-old drag queen, and one is a 21-year-old callboy, and the callboy leaves his life as a callboy to be in performance with Donna full time but then he realizes that this is not the life that he wants to live there's like three people in the crowd every night it's not his passion so he ends up leaving Donna but in the end all Donna cares about is herself so she doesn't really care that he's gone so anyways that's that's how we met what a stretch Donna (laughs) (laughs) right it was I, I found out that men are like street cars if I miss one there's another one in five minutes. Okay. <laughs> and that's my reality. <laughs> so it was a good combination of Rumi's story with Donna's mm. persona. And it worked out great. We shot for 10 hours at Club OMG in the Tenderloin. And we're still in the editing room now. Hopefully about another month and it'll be done. And it's called Long Way to Nowhere. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. You know, for me, it was a, a sedge way. You know, this, I had to learn a script... And it was a dramatic film, mm-hmm. you know, not documentary. You had to act. 
I had to act. Indeed. Uh, how did she do? She did really well. Um, I had a lot of dialogue, <laughs> and I had to cut a lot of the dialogue, but that wasn't any fault of the actors. It just didn't work at some points, mm-hmm. and they always say, kill your darling. So I really had to compress that and make the story as effective as possible, and I think she really came through and was very representative of the character that I had written about. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but may I say that you know, this was something new for me. Totally you know, When new. I was doing the documentary... It's like this. It's he like would talk to me, and I and I would uh, react. React. Yeah. And this was not like that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I I approached it differently, and actually I was terribly, terribly nervous. And another thing about it in this case is that uh, I if I mess up, mm-hmm. usually I'm the only one that. That notices, thrown, yeah. You know, they throw tomatoes at. Mm-hmm. But in this case, the, there was a room of twelve people, and they all are doing important things, and uh, everything I did How stressful. impacted the, the, everyone else. And so, really, that that bothered me a lot. Yeah, yeah. It did. But you soldiered through. She did. did. She did. I did. I'm and a trooper, and I was the only one that was half naked and sky high heels. Too. Oh, but that, you love that. <laughs> <though>. <laughs> no, that I'm actually you made you relax. Tell you about the parts that I enjoyed. <laughs> well, do you remember a line that you can recite for our listeners right now? Uh, Anything come to mind? I think so. Yeah. Uh, baby, I made you. Those men don't love you, not like I love. <laughs> there, baby. No, but that was one of the lines that I, I, I would mess up because something that I'm learning and like with Marie, you know, she would say, uh, you've got to say the line exactly how it is. And you know, mm-hmm. the, the way my mind is and the way I, I do things up to now in life, if I say, I made you, baby, if I say that or if I say, baby, I made you, for me, each each way is okay, mm-hmm. but I, I was traumatized. Like I, I have to say it the way she said it. So you know that that was a that was a problem. So I do think that at times I was in my head, yeah, and, and I shouldn't have been. And like if I had just done it, and so you know I get more chances. And that mm-hmm. was the first time, the very first time. So mm-hmm. I'm learning keep a script, growing. Yeah. 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 Well, you yeah. know, it's an art form. It's you, it you, is. you know, it takes time to really get into it. I, can you imagine being handed a script, Sheena? And it happened once before. <laughs> I was so I was so freaking nervous. Try try to do that line with emotion. Was she was she just? Uh, I can't even remember the line. Baby, <laughs> baby, I made you. Baby. Right. Baby, I made you. <laughs> <laughs> was that good? But those <laughs> other men really loved me. But all the other men really love me. <laughs> Wait, let that's, me. That's not part no, of this script. <laughs> let no, me try. I was trying to go you or whatever. I was yeah. trying to coach you. Okay, I, I'm gonna talk to you, baby. <laughs> I made you. Yes. Okay. All right. You're that would hired. be that would be <laughs> second. Are you available for the, the remake? Yes, I <laughs> always want to play victims in any production. So if any, if there's a if somebody dies. I'm I'm the drag queen. Good to know. Good to know. Excellent. (laughs) No, but uh, so that that was a wonderful experience. You know, I I just really like doing things. You know, staying busy. Go for it, girl. Yes. Yes, and and doing more more things, different Mm -hmm. things, and I actually garnered you know more friends. 
fans and friends. Mm -hmm. Like this is now the the uh, film people. Mm -hmm. I have friends that are that do film, so I'm I'm right in this moment in time. I'm more involved with film than anything else. Do you still perform I, on a weekly basis at other at venues? Uh, no, I, I I I'm not doing it weekly anymore. I, I I was doing a weekly show and I'm not now, and so I'm I'm in in between things. But uh, you you also have a business. Yes, I down have, the have peninsula, business. right? What town is it in? It's in Cupertino, oh. which is in another universe. I'd say yes. Yes, fifty miles south of here. Are we allowed to talk about it on the air? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, so yeah, my, my, Donna my, is. Uh, I, I don't know if you go in dressed dolled up, but you uh, you own a hair salon. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. What is it called? It's called. Donna's hair by design. No, <laughs> it's it's no, called no. baby. I made you. <laughs> baby, I straightened you out. No. <laughs> and we were kinky together. No, no, it's Gustavo's. I'm kind of ashamed of this. No, Gustavo's hair by design. But you know, uh, on my card, I would say, don't let me. Don't let your hair be an accident. Come on, yes. Gustavo's hair by design. <laughs> Who's Gustavo? I like that name. Oh, yeah, thank you. Is that uh, your boy that name? That is a, uh, a Christian name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my given name. You know, uh, I'm not a Christian anymore. No, I shouldn't talk like that. But, no, that was my uh, given name by my mommy and daddy, Gustavo. Gustavo. And I do like it because it's Hispanic. You know, I'm yeah. Mexican heritage, and I'm mm -hmm. so proud of that. Are you all Mexican, or are you mixed of different... No, it's all, it's all <laughs> well, it's, it's they're Spanish and, and Indian, but no, it's all Mexican. Oh, okay. You look, you have an interesting look. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm I have a what kind interesting of... Interesting look. Like, I didn't oh, think it would... That's a good Well, your skin is, yeah. one thing, your skin is fair, fair, on the fair side, so... Mm -hmm. I don't that's know. fair of you to say. That's, yeah. the, that's the Spanish blood. <laughs> yes. That, no, well, that, that's the cosmetic procedures. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. I'm raw. She's raw. All natural. <laughs> yeah. No, that. I'm, I think I have a lot of Spanish. Okay. Me, yeah. So that, that accounts for the lighter and taller. But no, I'm Mexican. But back to the beauty salon thing. Uh, I've been doing that for 45 years. Wow. A long time. Yes, and I, I, I want to I wanna stop already. <laughs> no, I, I, I want to... Retire. <laughs> chapter, see? You oh. Chapters. Yeah. Well, there that could be a... Long that could chapter. be that next <laughs> film you were looking to do, like the next, you know, to film another f topic. Yeah. Well, it's going to take place in a beauty salon. The Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right? The closing of no, one chapter topic. and the opening up of another. Like, what does Donna do after she closes her business for 45 Goes years? Goes from one clip joint to another. <laughs> does she tour the country in a old... VW <laughs> in drag. No, I, I want I want to go international. I, you know, that's what I'm hoping for now. Is an international career, and uh, Jay Bedwani's gonna help me with that. You know, because he's been telling me. You know, actually, I'm. You know, I, I'm popular or whatever. I, I have a, an audience all over the world, and, and uh, a big contingent in uh, Great Britain and in England. 
So Jay says that I need to do a, a tour in Europe. Okay. And so that, that I mean, that that's something I haven't done. You so should do I, it. I do. I do want to go. And, you know, it. I can do it. Mm-hmm. I can do it. I can do it. You can do anything. You know, I, I don't, I don't say oh okay let me go back to like why it took me so long to get on stage or or do anything uh there was a voice in me that says you don't do that they do that good people Uh. act good people sing good people this and that and no one you know looking back on it no one ever said you shouldn't do that no one ever said that to me but i shut myself down well i stopped that and some wild thing came out. What was the turning point in your life that, that made you do, you know, switch? Okay, well, in uh, 2003, which is a long time ago. That made you realize that you are good enough to, uh, to do that? I, I think it's just, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't put my finger on it. Mm. I think I just stopped caring. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 well, this is this is part of it. I always felt like I had to be perfect. She, you know, uh. Marie knows I'm not perfect. Or I'm, you know, I'm a mess. I'm not perfect. I always thought that people that did those things did things in a perfect way, and I never mm-hmm. could. But now I just want to be perfectly entertaining, perfectly charming, and you know, perfectly fun. And I found a way to be perfect, mm-hmm. but. That shut me down, I, uh, and uh, I, part of it is my age. I just didn't. Can I talk to you? I just didn't care anymore. Like, you like me? I don't care if people like me, don't like me. So uh, that played into it. Mm-hmm. I, I stopped caring if people like me, or, uh, and I started taking chances. But but uh, it, it was difficult to 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 do that, to take that step, and. The, the way I, to go back to that uh, 2003, uh, I started reading in the Chronicle that uh, there was going to be a movie made, a documentary movie made about the Coquettes. Oh. And uh, in the 19, late 60s and early 70s, uh, you know, I was always on the fringes. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love theater. Uh, and, you know, before that, I used to be one of the kids in the theater and I would bring sandwiches to the actors and paint chairs and go to all the rehearsals, but I never graced the stage. So I always loved it, but just wanted to be close and too afraid to do it myself. And uh, so it was the same thing with the Cockettes. Uh And I, I said it before on the radio show, I, I had a boyfriend that was a movie producer and he was he produced one of the cop cat films elevator girls in bondage and uh, so yeah and you know that uh, (laughs) that is one of the most exciting titles of all time (laughs) elevator girls in bondage yes Yes. i think that should be your next film you you guys should do a remake starring donna persona i'd have to get (laughs) missable's permission yeah missable owns the film now yeah but uh so, and, and I was in that film, mm-hmm. but just marginally. And if you see it, if you see the film, you can tell I didn't, I never looked at the camera. It's obvious. Mm. I what didn't. was your role in there? <laughs> well, I, I was a porter in a hotel. 
Okay, and uh, and your your boyfriend like egged you on to get into the film. Or he, he tricked me. <laughs> oh, okay. He punked me. He punked you. <laughs> no, like, Before there was punked, he punked he, he you. He punked me. Uh, no, uh, no, I, w- I was around it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's your first film credit, girl. When on your yes, resume. Yes. And, and when we were bear me out on this. I I knew how things went. Uh, they rented. I guess you can't own the kind of cameras they had, so they rented them, and we we hired or we rented hotel lobbies. So there was always a time frame and a limit. Mm-hmm. And, and one time I came to see Jim Paltridge, is the man, and you know he he said well th- throughout the filming he said, uh, "Do you want to be in this film?" Do you? I said, "No, no, no." I said it hundreds of times. That that's how frightened I was, or not wanting it. But one day he he said, "You gotta help us out. The porter didn't show up, yeah. and we have to turn this camera in to, at one a.m. and we have to abandon this. This gotta happen, or or set it. We won't be able to make the film. Uh, set us back." And, and I said, okay. <laughs> and I, I did it to save the day. Save You're the day. such a team player. Let's go on. So I did it. And you know, the funny thing about it is uh, in the film, I, I played, that was my first black role, too. It was my first movie role, <laughs> and I played a black person. <laughs> no, and in the movie, the, at, at the beginning, it's a, a young black boy. Oh, it says that, yeah, in the description. <laughs> That <laughs> <laughs> was so funny, but uh, so anyway, when I learned that uh, the Coquette movie was gonna be made, mm-hmm. I kept uh, tracking that in, in the Chronicle, and then finally it came out, and I went to see it at major theaters. I mm-hmm. saw it in Cupertino, but uh, then then I got online. Well, I didn't get online, but I, I found the remaining Coquettes. And I, I joined them here in San Francisco, and that oh, cool. yeah, and that was when I met uh, or saw Rumi Misabu again and some of the mm-hmm. other Coquettes. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, Rumi Misabu, at that time, uh, what was that, 2005? And so he was putting on what what you call uh, salon events, where where you have hanging arts in, mm-hmm. in the vein of uh, Gertrude Stein in Paris on the left bank in her home she would have art from the ceiling to the floor Mm. Picasso and and some of the other uh, impressionists but he would do that and he'd have uh, 50 artists and Anaconda was one of them oh cool yeah he had a lot of uh, San Francisco personalities but he also put on performances Mm -hmm. with the art and I'm also a fine arts photographer yeah yeah and I've had 18 professional exhibitions so that was the first thing I did for Rumi Uh, he showed some of my photographs Mm -hmm. and then you know uh, the Coquettes and particularly uh, particularly uh, Tahara you know they were saying for two years I was hanging out with them and they were saying have you ever been a woman have you ever gotten in drag have you ever thought of this I said no no I haven't you know I got into enough trouble being a guy <laughs> I, that's my truth really I, I I didn't want to look like a woman or do any of that mm-hmm. but hearing that for two years I said oh hell with it I'm gonna do it <laughs> so uh, I dug into a big garbage bag of drag 
that, that uh, Carl Linkhart, who is someone that is connected with the Cockette, mm-hmm. and I put on clothes, and, and uh, you know, th- I was photographed first, and then I auditioned for one of his performances, and I actually, and, and, and I uh, lip synced uh, Mighty Real by Sylvester. Oh, cool. Yes, and, and, I, and I got, I made the cut, or I got oh, cast. Lovely. But I still was in my old ways. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm not doing it, Rumi, I'm not doing it. So I backed out. Uh. But I found a way to do it. Uh, Carl with records, he's a drag queen who, I, I don't know how to explain, he, he's not trying to look glamorous. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of uh, comical. Yeah. You know, he, he doesn't use a beard or anything, but he doesn't look serious. And he about makes it. all of his own clothing and sings original songs to makes, obscure records. Yes, oh, cool. to records. And, and so. He asked me, he said, hey, why don't you uh, exemplify my songs? Come out there with me and, and just wiggle and, you know, what, try to interpret <laughs> the lyrics. And so, you know, even there I, I had difficulty because we were at the Long Hall, mm-hmm. a, a place in Berkeley, and uh, I was going to do this with, uh, with uh, Carl, and he says, okay, when I start singing, you come out. I didn't <laughs> come out. <laughs> didn't come out. So it took a couple of times. And, and then uh, when I did come out on another night, uh, I, I, I found a way to do it. And I told myself, okay, this is Carl with records. Like, if, if, if I'm bad, it's his act. Yeah. You know, and, like they, they want, or, and, and they'll look at him. And I was trying to find a way to get out there, right? Yeah. And so when I did get out there, I, I, I saw one woman, it was Cara Vita. She was looking at me and she looked happy. Like she liked what she was seeing. So I just looked at her through the whole six songs. Nice. <laughs> I just looked at her. And, and I got through that. Yeah. And, and so that's how it started. And then from there, I, I got a little braver. And, and a story that I love, uh, I, the Coquette, uh, Rumi Misabu was part of uh, Castro Street Fair. Mm-hmm. And, and what is that? That one, uh, the, the Sugar Hill? or there's, It's a street right... Uh, right uh, I, I know which one you're talking about. I can't yeah, think of I can't the name think of it right now. But we, we were on that street. Oh, cool. Uh, and uh, with the tent. And Carl did the number. Did the numbers. Mm-hmm. And I was going to do the same thing. But here we had an audience of I don't know, sixty thousand, mm-hmm. and and this is what I'm remembering. Uh, you know, I could see the street. You know, we came out of the tent. He puts on his records, and you know, like a lesbian couple with their baby would go by, and you know, I could see Anaconda across the way <laughs> on the street and the houses, and then you know, we start. I start dancing, and he starts singing, and all of a sudden, it became hooked. there's a sea of people. <laughs> Uh, I can't see anything but these people, and they looked really happy. Yeah. And actually, it looked like they were looking at me. So, uh, and then... uh, A star is born. I got got (laughs) wild. No, that was the moment that I forgot about That's the third film. Afraid. Yes. And, you know, what happened after that, after our set, I'm going to say it like this. A hundred tiny, cute little Mexican guys 
ran up to me and said, I love you, I love you. <laughs> and folks, ever since then, she's been hooked to the stage. <laughs> we'll be right back after this short musical break. Don't go anywhere. Mighty real. To it took a while, but Donna Bassana blossoms on stage in 2005. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And you know, from there, like I now say, I'm I'm going on 70 different venues. I performed on going on 70. Yeah. Go for it, girl. Three different sta- uh, states. I've been in. And, She's uh, a world Nevada, a tour de force. You, you did New York last year, right? And coming up this year every too. Every year, I do yeah. New York every year. What does 2016 look like for Donna Persona? Uh, coming up roses. I everything's coming up roses. Yes, everything's coming up roses. No, uh, in April, mm. I am traveling to New York mm. with the Coquette. Oh, cool. Yes, and. Uh, we're going to perform on the Lincoln Center stage. Oh, Fabulous. You finally made it with the Coquettes after all of those years, well, hanging I, out with them. Now you're ready. Yes, and we're going to do the Lincoln Center. So I say I can die, and there's people out there that wish I would. She's no, coming to. She's. She knows she's found her voice. <laughs> she's found her voice. No, it's a, that that is the most thrilling thing. You know, I I get to have thrilling mm-hmm. things in my life, but uh, yes, Rumi Misabu, he he goes to New York, uh, I think in April mm-hmm. and then in October, mm-hmm. and sometimes I go in October, sometimes I go in April. Are you going with her, Maria? I'm not going. I'm still in school, so I can't make it out right now. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. Rumi did ask me to take part in the last days of Pompeii, but like I said, I can't make it. Hopefully in October, though, I can be part of one of her shows, yeah. which is really exciting. Where, what yeah. school are you attending? I'm at the San Francisco Film School in the Chronicle Building. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, Donna and I finally reconnected, though, even after the film and decided to 
um, go ahead and shoot at Omega Salvage. So we did a little photo shoot out there I in Berkeley. I saw those photos. I love the one with your legs spread and that that, oh, that yeah. I told her, laugh and smile we all love. Yes, I want to say I want my legs wide, honey. <laughs> wide your legs, honey. Yeah. yeah so if anyone's interested in checking them out, they're on MarieElise.com under Donna persona omega salvage oh i'd like to check them out yeah. Yeah. folks listening to us you heard that right say one more time marialise.com m-a-r-i-e-a-l-y-s-e.com and it's under donna persona at omega salvage awesome awesome well thank you so much for donna for coming back to house of pride again and telling us your story yes and and uh, audience out there all ten of them me, <laughs> all ten of them Look for me in New York City with the last days of Pompeii, which is a cockette-derived dance program that takes 20, 25 minutes, and we, he narrates uh, a story that comes out of the last days of Pompeii, which I hope some of you know Oh, about. yeah, well, that's... Yeah. Are you, do you die in the end? I already know. <laughs> does everyone die at the end? Everyone does die. I get singed. Yeah. I, I get and they find your body 2,000 years yeah. later in a <laughs> fetal <laughs> position. No, actually, I'm standing straight up on Makeup stage. Makeup still yeah. on. But you know, uh, Eyelashes were preserved. Something <laughs> I, I would like to add to that, though. The reason that we're doing uh, the Lincoln Center is that Rumi Misabu uh, donated his uh, ephemeral archives or, or theatrical archives to the New York City library system. Archives oh, on cool. archives on archives. I helped him go through a lot yeah. of those, and we finally got them out to the New York Public Library. But it was, I mean, we're talking. And, and what a history uh, there, he, cultural history. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. Donna Persona's uh, ephemeral or theatrical archives are part of that. So you can go there. Your persona will live on indefinitely. Out. Yes, and, and uh, the, a good part of that is they've told me that I can add to it for the, as long as I live. Mm -hmm. After that, I don't know. Sheena <laughs> girl, we need to get archived yeah, somehow. I guess we have to join the... Well, I'm available. <laughs> Tweaker wants to leave a mark on this world. Nice. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. We all should. Well, yeah. yeah, very Roman. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Roman. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rumi does Roman. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of such, hope we hope we, all to, um, we all need to we all need to okay. Let me, uh, yeah. We all need to segue now into Sheena Rose's project. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so this isn't your first recording. No, this is, this is my latest recording, Two of Hearts with Leo Frappier. Folks listening to us, we're talking about Sheena Rose. She has a new EP release. Uh, called, it's a remake of um, Stacey Q's Two of Hearts. That was a 90s dance hit. Yeah. And, uh, it's sounding fresh now. It's a whole new groove. Uh, but you, she's Sheena's had uh, some hits in the past. So l l take us back a little bit. Okay. So I'll take... It started with Time Clock of the Heart. I did a cover of Time Clock of the Heart with DJ William Mamana out of um, Texas. A big billboard producer. And um, from there, I got people's attention, like Tweeka. And we did Make Me Over, which was number one on King's Suspense now, in me 2013. Over. Make Me Over is actually was an original song that yeah. your boyfriend... My, my husband wrote my at husband. the time. Yeah. And, um, and then I did the, I did the melody yeah. for it. The and music. then we got together with Leo, and Leo produced it. But what's special about Make Me Over is my husband 
literally when, when I met him, I was still new to drag, and he basically made me over. You know, as you know, Donna, he, oh, he yes. he's a makeup oh, artist, so, so he did my makeup and showed me how to do use the makeup brushes and stuff like that. And then he makes all my costumes. Oh. So he wrote. He's like, you need a fun song, you know, a fun drag song to do. So he wrote Make Me Over for me. Mm. And then, so now every time I perform it, I'm, I feel like I'm performing it to him. You know? That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's a little love story oh. thing. Oh, yeah. He, he's a sweetie. He's a sweetheart. He's a sweetie and so talented. Yes. And he's launching his website, um, Diva Deluxe Drag, for his, for his costumes. And then we're going to do a blog costumes. version of blog? Drag Magazine again. A blog version. Mem- oh. yeah. yeah. So I'm going to want you to write for it again if, if you have free time. Yeah. 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 And uh, so Make Me Over went to num- number one. And this is about, what, four, three, four years ago, would you say? Or? Three years ago. We did in 2013. And then you followed that up. Up with, what did I do after that? I did, oh, I did Queen of Clubs with DJ um, MDW out in New York in the Bronx. And V Butterfly La Mariposa from Puerto Rico. We did that for the clubs and that, that was really big in the latin market with like puerto rico and brazil and mexico and then um from there we did dirty cash and then now this one present day uh two of hearts and it's doing really well it is this is so what's out now it came out on um friday for valentine's and um it's a single it's leo's original radio edit and club mix and then there's a special little Sexy Mix by Wayne Newman. And um, the remixes will come out in, in late April and May for, mm-hmm. for the DJs and stuff like that. But it's charting already on Mass Pool, which is one of the prestigious record pools, it right? Is. It's, it's based in Massachusetts, yeah. Mass Pool. So it, it was sent out to the DJs last Sunday. It debuted at number 22, 23, I think, on Monday. And then it's last three days, it's been top five. Yeah, well, the one particular mix is really hitting, resonating. It's the Wayne Newman's mm-hmm. champagne mix, I want to say. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> he did four remixes for me. I, I approached him about doing a remix for the remix package, and he did four for me. And then this one I chose for the single because I knew I was going to release a single around Valentine's. And I thought this would be perfect for Valentine's. I didn't, as a little bonus, I didn't think it was going to. The, the version that was going to blow up. You it, know? it really is. And Leo's, Leo's version is doing well, too. Yeah. But this one's really top five, yeah. basically. Um, it's also... Cro- so um, I think it's because it's so different than the original. There's different tiers on Mass Pool. So you were scoring in top 50 um, dance chart, right? Yeah. But now it's crossed over into the top 50 crossover pop chart. Yeah, uh, that version. Which yeah. number is it at? Did you it's say? It's number twenty-one. So that's that's pretty big. That's really huge. That's a national. Yeah, I guess out of what all yeah. the songs on their database, it's yeah, top thirty. So and now it's also on another major record pool, Starfleet. Yes. And that so, one comes out in two weeks. Yeah. yeah. See, I know more than you do, I guess. <laughs> I'm still, you know, the funny thing is, like, we, we've just started this, over. <laughs> we started this three years ago, and it's like, it's still a learning process, like, how all this, yeah. all this chart stuff works and everything. But I, I know enough to know that this is really huge, and this song is, is really starting to it's take off. It's doing better than, yeah. I mean, uh, it's it, this is great. It's a, You're mm-hmm. going up uh, to another yeah. level. We're going to... Debut the Wayne Newman mix right now. Yeah. Uh, what does it say? Oh, it says silk, silk stockings, stockings and champagne mix. Hey, hey, you guys ready? Yes, this one's for the lovers. I want to, but uh, we have a. 
All right, we're back to a part that's the Wayne Newman remixed by Sheena Rose. What kind of feedback are you getting? I'm getting a lot of good feedback on on, on um, both mixes that, that are on the single release, Leah's and, and Wayne's. And, um, Produ- production levels, really. Yeah. Well, Wayne always, like Leah, always knocks it out of the park. And um, it's this one's been... Pl- picked up all over the world like in italy it's being played like um i've gotten some feedback on um what's it called zip dj okay so folks listening to us you can buy it on, on itunes your, on your account, amazon right? so you google get play proceed mm-hmm. you get the residuals yeah like 0.001 yeah. penny on the dollar the nickel <laughs> here and there <laughs> it's nuts what the, how that works these yeah. days. but good so you don't have to share that so support your local artist and go to iTunes right now and download Two of Hearts by Sheena Rose. That's Sheena Rose, Two of Hearts. Thank you. We'll be right back after this break from Prell Shampoo. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what else, girl? <laughs> Excuse me. Well, you can catch me down at Aunt Charlie's Lounge. I'm, I'm there on Saturday and I'll be performing the song there. And, Great. Uh, so yeah. you're you're touring like a mini yeah, live performing gigs. in the show, the the city and stuff like that. You should do cruising the show at Balance. I want to do it. I, I I have to. I have to talk to her about it and do it in advance. You know, yeah. that, that way I could take the the next day off work because I work super early in the morning in the financial district. I start oh, I start right. work at four thirty a.m. Monday through Friday, so I'm up at three. I've been up since. That's a hard this game. Morning. <coughs> Donna was at Balance Wall. How, yeah. how did you feel about the stage last week, honey? Oh, I, I, I love the, the place. It's so dramatic and beautiful. And uh, yes, I, I noticed that from the street, it, it goes uh, back far, mm-hmm. the stage. Yeah. But people can see it from the street. I think that's uh, oh, it wow. It's very okay. open. Yeah, yeah, high ceilings. And, and uh, the... The production values are great. Did you like the fog? I was pressing the button. The I was the fog master. You have a fog yes. machine? Yes. I love, I love it. It's like two I, blasters. I love the drama. <laughs> Multiple spotlights. Yes. It's wonderful. Yes. I really like it. That is it. a good spotlight. It like it strobes and changes colors and stuff. Didn't Jonathan Myers have an event there recently for Valentine's Day? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I, you're friends with Jonathan I Myers. Yeah. So, so are we. we. I love him. He's great. Yeah, he's awesome. yeah, he's yeah. here. Yeah. Been here. Oh, we nice. yeah. oh, the yeah, same day. Time. Okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. The first time he came on with Bianca Simone. Bianca well, Simone. I was yeah. here that day. Yeah. Oh, that was the day? Oh, yeah, God. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. There's a lot going on in this city. That's that Transcendent series that's being filmed at... SF Asia, shout out to those guys. Mm-hmm. That's season two now, Sheena. Season two? Season wow. two got picked up again. That's cool. They shot a little min, like cameo here a with little... Bianca. Oh, cute. Yeah. She's beautiful. When she came down to the she radio is. show. And... Yeah, the, oh, film, the film crew came down. It was great for us. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Little, hopefully it'll make the cut and we'll get a nice little plug. Build our <laughs> fan base here at House of Pride Radio. We love our listening audience. All of you out there. Yeah. <laughs> Call, yeah, don't be shy. Me. Call us today. Pearl's not here, but she knows. Where Rose. is Raquel? Raquel should be calling in about now, shouldn't she? Raquel. Raquel, our correspondent live from the <laughs> state capital of Sacramento. I love her updates. <laughs> <laughs> I think she has. she's now a voice. She teaches voice. I think she actually has a student uh, in this time slot. Uh, okay. But she's always in our heart. Yeah. 
Rockella. <laughs> so this is the part of the show. I think we're going to end a little early today, but we're going to go around one more time. And uh, Pearl and I like to call this Last Thoughts. So let's start with you, Donna Bassana. Last thought? Well, I'm thinking that I would love to see people at OMG this coming Saturday night. I'm doing a show there called Spice Rack. It's a new show that's going to be uh, one Saturday a month. That's fabulous. Cause yeah. you're, you're Is that rock. your show? Like do you a, host it? No, I don't, I don't host it. But, okay. uh, you should, girl. You should take over that show. Your, your rack is spicy. Well, they did say that they want me in on the ground floor mm-hmm. there. So, uh, and they are going to have, uh, they're going to let people host it. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping for that. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm going to host a thing for cruising uh, March 25th. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm going to do the whole night there. And I hope to do this, get the same arrangement at OMG. Oh, lovely. Okay. Yeah, awesome. So and I'm looking that. forward to seeing your film at the Roxy. Yes, the Roxy in early April. Although, honestly, sitting in the Tenderloin Museum would be, like, really down. I, I'd like that. Yeah. It's very... Very beautiful. like, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Marie's gonna do a little bit of filming there. Yeah, I'm gonna, gonna f- oh, cool. film the couple of the performances and a little bit of the Q and A, and just make a little montage mm-hmm. for them to have a little, little so movie that's documented. Awesome. Documentary value. Yeah. Documentary value. It's great. Yeah. Great, Marie. Last thoughts. Last thoughts. Um, my last thoughts would be that I hope that you all will keep a listen out for Long Way to Nowhere and its debut in about a month. And please check out my photography at marielise.com. And I'm always looking to collaborate and work with other artists and drag queens and theater performers. So if you're interested, find me. Oh, that'll make that'll work. You'll get a lot of messages. <laughs> yes, let me say, Marie is fantastic. Yeah. Um, we'll come back when that is close to, to debuting For next sure. in a yeah. month. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Sheena, what else do we need to know about all of your fabulousness? Well, I hope everybody checks out the single Two of Hearts on iTunes, Amazon, or Google Play. Um, and if you're out at the clubs, hopefully you can get your DJs to remix, um, play it in the mix and yes support your local artists Sheena yes. Rose two of hearts yes and then if you're in town come and check me out at Aunt Charlie's Lounge this Saturday shows at 10 o'clock and yeah and if you want a, a letter to get to your destination <laughs> in a timely fashion send it to Sheena Rose because <laughs> <laughs> oh, lord 3.30 in the morning, honey. I know, girl. Oh, oh my God. Lord. I feel your pain. I, I, I love the job. I love the people I work with. But, my God, the hours are just, they're, they're killer. Maybe it's a temporary yeah. state, you know, <laughs> temporary chapter in your life. Hopefully. <laughs> we all got to work, girl. Yeah. Um, Paying them bills. She needs her booty. You work hard for the money. <laughs> she does work hard for the money. I do work, work hard, hard for, for the, the money, money, girl. And then I work even harder on the weekends for that money. <laughs> How how is it over there at Aunt Charlie's? Is it's it? fabulous. We we have a great great thing there. It, it, it's one of the, I think Donna can agree. It's one of the hidden gems of the city. It's a hidden gem for sure. Yeah, it really is. What it's of one of the best. Would you, what kind of, I would say like maybe a jade. Yeah. Yeah. A diamond jade. in the rough. Perhaps. A diamond in the rough <laughs> is perfect. Yeah. 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 
<laughs> we have a great turnout, and the clouds the clouds are the, the crowds are very eclectic. Yeah, it, it's pretty buried in there. I gotta shine it up. No, it's a, it's a, a unique experience. It I is. Say. Um, well, what's the most exciting thing for me about that that venue is the history behind it. And, yeah. And you feel that when you go in. You do. Yeah. You and do. we actually don't have that anymore. I mean, there used to you be don't. Deco Lounge. Yeah. You remember Deco Lounge when it was gay? Yeah. And now it's um, Morton's Salt Gallery or something. I don't and the know. Cinch. And the Cinch yeah. ain't gay no more. It's not? No. Oh, that's sad. It's sad. And I heard something that's being sold like the... Um, the gangway is gangway's gone. Been sold. Go. That's right. So, recently, right? A couple months ago. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I don't know if you read that Facebook article, uh, statement that Cleve Jones made like a couple of weeks back where he was sort of like um, biting, biting down on the straight pool players at mm-hmm. um, the bar in the Castro called The Mix. The Mix? Yeah. yeah. And then everyone kind of like, um, uh, uh, um, what's it called when you like say, no, that's no good. Uh, what's that adjective I wanted to use? Damn it. Um no, Chatized. No, uh, is that right? Chastised. 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 <laughs> yes, that's the French version. Get your dominance. Chastised. Chastised. Yeah, but he had a point. Like, um, to be like gay in 2016. Like, what does I think there needs to be a conversation. What does it mean to be gay in 2016, where, um, wow, we used to be like pretty exclusive gay bars, and now a mixture of straight mm-hmm. and gay. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I thought like, oh, you know, um, guess what? Gay people still are hated and get beat up and killed all over the place. Mm-hmm. And as uh, indicated at the high five in the marina, did you see that on the news? I saw that yeah. this, this yeah. last week, right? This that last weekend. young, handsome gay mm-hmm. man got mm-hmm. beat up. By, like, and he eight. just, but he just moved here or just came here I to think visit that was the story. and that was his first time going out and that and, happened to and him. so there's a conversation there because um you do want to feel safe and i yeah. you know and it's i that's what having a, a, a gay establishment is for to be inclusive mm-hmm. you know in some place you safe. yeah because um you know you can't go to a straight bar and be free and like like if you find somebody attractive stop talking to them you may get beat up yeah. still, still in 2016 in san francisco so I, uh, you know, there's so another sad. topic for another story, but yeah, um, don't get me going, Sheena. <laughs> well, you know, sometime I'll come back and talk about Trans March, and, yeah. and uh, because that's about that's a really beautiful being event. Safe, yeah, being safe, yeah. and right now, you know, transgender people are kind of on the the cusp or something. Well, yeah. that's a that's a that's a whole thing too, right? The, um, but what about gay men? I feel like we get pushed to the side sometimes. Best sleep your wife. Yeah, no. <laughs> but I mean, you know, maybe people think that the gay male has gotten there, but yeah. it's not true. It's not true. Uh, you know, I I was walking on the street with my dog and got harassed for no reason. Right. Other than I was being read, whatever. So, you know, as long as we're hated and killed still, then we have, you know, we have, I don't know. A long way to go. We do. We have a story to tell. Um, Okay. Well, that's, that was my last thoughts. Um, (laughs) Folks, uh, we'll be back every Wednesday, next Wednesday. Uh, Join us at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for more House of Pride Pearl Tees will be back. We enjoyed having Sheena Rose here today, though. Did you have a good time? I had a great time. I always have fun when I come down and hang out with you girls. Well, I'm only disappointed because Pearl wasn't here. I was looking forward to seeing Pearl, but 
She's a pearl of a girl. She is a pearl of a yeah, girl. Yeah, stuck with <laughs> us, girl. Uh, let's go out a little bit more of Two of Hearts, Sheena Rose. Everyone, let's have a nice round of applause for all of us. code <laughs> we never would have gotten here without that code that code is what kept us alive kept us alive that time we ran out of supplies yes at that time where we had to eat uh, that uh, sherpa because he lost rock paper scissors that's, that's <laughs> freeze Why do you get two detonators? Oh, why, 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 why is 
got one detonators. Well, I get two detonators because only one of my thumbs works and I can never remember which one. Oh, so it really is just, just one detonator split into two pieces. We're gonna rob this geriatric community credit union and I don't want to forget about it this time. No, me either. In fact, I'm feeling fairly confident that I'm gonna get through this without soiled drawers. Ethel, I believe in you. Is my ski mask on right? You ready? What's fun is it gonna be? I'm just gonna see what happens with the boat. It's redundant, Ethel, oh, it's redundant. Oh, here we go. Freeze. And here is another trophy for most improved. Yes. And here is another trophy for best hair. What? And here's another trophy for Mr. Congeniality. I love you, Dad. And here's another trophy for Pinch the Great Son. <sighs> and here's another trophy for not disappointing me as much as I thought you were going to. It's a trophy for being an accident that ruined my body. Here's a, a trophy for being able to take your mother's physical and emotional abuse. Here's a trophy for... I wish your brother hadn't died. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another trophy for uh, not letting your emotional scars ruin your life. I'm starting to get buried <laughs> under the trophies here. You don't take the trophy! <laughs> you are a winner! Thanks, Dad. Where's the trophy for dealing with this process? Uh, actually, that goes to your mother. Thank oh, you. You're so very welcome, honey. <laughs> Freeze. <laughs> Mr. Clarence, Mr. Clarence, why is that man doing that? He's making my lunchtime cocktail. My personal bartender. It was in my writer. If I'm going to be teaching AP uh, storytelling, I'm gonna have to be drunk. Okay. Any more dumb questions? No, no, I'm ready for the lecture. All right. It'll be ready as soon as she's done flair bartending, as was in my rider. Can I listen to my iPod? No! I'm sorry. Yes, go for it. What am I, what am I? Yes, you know how I like it, Timothy. Tim, Tim, Jeffrey, Jeff, Jeffrey. Timothy, Jeffrey. Freeze! Oh, that's, that's the whole thing. I know. Okay. I know. All right, guys, help me out with this, okay? I'm doing this audition for Kyle Ren. I just want to make sure I have the right voice, okay? All right, guys? Feeling it? Can you? Okay. Don't give me that look! I'm going to be honest, I don't know who Kyle Ren is. Is that that guy? Is that that guy who beat up Cindy? No, 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 no. Okay, so, so you know, all right. Okay, so he's a guy that's kind of like uh, he wants to be like his grandfather. Mm -hmm. his no, 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 no. I get it. I get it. It's um, Benjamin Button. Kylo Ren and Stimpy. No, that's not. What's the Kylo part? Okay. Well, I mean, he kind of took it from a band, kind of like Rilo Kylie, and then he's like, I'll just shorten it to Kylo Ren. It's kind of cool. But anyways, he's very emotive. Okay, but he has a deep voice, so I'm just trying to get it right. You're not really selling us on this dishwasher, Eric. 
Well, uh, you know, it, it dices, it transforms, you know, it can also do your taxes, and uh, sometimes it uh, looks like a cup. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, guys, I'll level with you, okay? All right, it's, it's, it's a prototype. What you need to do is you need to hook it up into your phone, and then we'll do, it will update it, and it'll become more than a dishwasher, okay? All right, uh, he's plugging it in right now. It still kind of looks like a... Wait, 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 wait. Uh, don't plug it in right now. You need to put the batteries in, okay? Okay, I don't see how you expect us to buy a product that we can't test before... Uh, you know, it's bad. Uh, it's a uh, uh, buyer beware. Hey guys, look what I found! Look what I found in my dad's closet! Look what I found! Look what I found! You guys want to play with us? So bad! What? So bad? Bad so, isn't like... like a lot! Like bad isn't good? Yes! Like bad isn't cool? Put, yes. a, put away those gauntlets! But these gauntlets are sweet! I wish I had gauntlets. No, you don't. I wish I had gauntlets. Dad arms. said we can't play with the gauntlets because they're for self-defense. Guys, come at me. Come at me. I can defend myself with these gauntlets. I can attack you with my teeth. No, don't do it. People, the, people don't kill people. Gauntlets kill people. No, no. People with gauntlets kill people. <laughs> yeah, but it's... Ah! 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 Testosterone slow, so this is really the only way you're gonna get me pregnant, Stephen. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> oh. Oh. Alright. Oh, yep. Just don't! I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, uh, what are you guys? I'm impregnant. Conceiving it. Yes. Yeah. Carry on. Alright. Why'd we put the slip inside here if you weren't going to get the momentum we needed? I told you to put water on it first. <laughs> You're taking the romance out of this entire process, Steve. Thank you. <laughs> All I ask is for a little bit of consideration. I mean, I am the one having the baby. Okay, what do you see? No, stand up. You're it's in, really dark in You're there. in my vagina. 
It's really you dark in here. Really in my vagina. Just stand up. There's room. I don't know. It feels really squishy. I don't know. Well, wanna... yeah, that's how it works. That's my lining. Don't, don't oh. Okay. I now. thought this would feel nice. Okay. Now that you're ready. I haven't seen another person in 40 years. Holy shit! You're gonna Holy find, shit! You're gonna find an old raggedy man. I find the gatekeeper. He'll show you the way. Follow me. Why is there an old man in here? Because I need a gatekeeper. Follow me in my lantern of conception. This okay. way. We didn't, say, we didn't put a lot of thought into the names of stuff. It was, it was really a complicated process to get the gatekeeper in there. Did you ever come in here and work on this, or you just like hired these people? Tell me, boy, what year is it? I've been in here for a it's quite a while. It's 2016. God, well, the world must have changed. How old is this guy? How old are you? I've been here for many moons, I think. Or at least many cycles. 42. I'm 42. So have you ever come in your pussy before? Oh. Well, hello, are you listening? What? There's no reception down here. We're deep. <laughs> We're deep within the I, tubes. I can't quite, I can't quite hear everything you're saying. So wait, did you, I've, whatever you do, don't. I can't. Freeze. two assholes stuck out of your vagina. I mean, I'm a doctor. I could tell you. <sighs> Joseph Anthony. How you got your asshole cheap. into your vagina, I do not know. Okay, well, uh, I'm paying you and I'm just in here. Are you going to get to work? What I you can do. What is going on with We are the foremost vagina asshole asks in the country. What I can do is I can basically concoct a, a new pathway. Well, Using one of your 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 leg arteries uh, between your vagina and your asshole, Com combining both. Your... That's that's where I'm at. Sorry. <laughs> Learning with goes. <laughs> yeah, but Justin, there were almost facts in there. Just sit in my beanbag chair. I swear, it's not haunted. It's not. Why would you, I don't understand why that would be a qualifier for us. Some people are concerned. You're not home? What was that? Not haunted. What was that? It's not haunted. It's the beanbag chair telling you it's not I'm haunted. I'm just the next door neighbor being nosy. You don't live near anybody in this creepy cabin of yours with well, only sure, a single sure, sure, beanbag sure. chair. Sure, sure, sure. Just one beanbag chair, one piece of furniture. I promise it's not haunted. It's not a hunger strike if we ignore them. <laughs> Don't even look at them. This isn't a strike, guys. You Did you hear that wind? Yeah. You know what I've been doing Swing. to counteract the hunger strike? I've been eating for tea. I yeah. Just, I just want some chips. I mean, I know we live in San Francisco, but you guys can give me some of those chips. Is that a platter of hot dogs? Why, yes it is. <laughs> oh, I'm a platter of hot dogs! Thank you, platter. Okay. Man, what a beautiful tree. Mm -hmm. Oh, you guys think it's funny? Wait till you see your startup crash and burn and you're on the streets as, as well. My startup will never crash and burn. I'm sorry. I'm Whoa, what are you talking? You're talking to the wind? Is it Pocahontas? I'm just freeze, saying. Freeze. Uh, 
Uh, she, uh, she painted with all the cards in one, by the way. I'm not talking to anybody. Yeah, you should paint, paint the model with all of the colors of the wind. So the model, this is the this is the best model we've ever had so in I'm, this painting, imaginary painting. Series. I'm the best model you've ever had for imaginary painting. Um, what color is the wind? What's that supposed to mean? What color are your imaginations? <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Yeah, yeah. How colored is your imagination? Uh, am I this dark? is our best. This is our best model because they're the most thought provoking. I'm Answer the, the question. I'm the best. Answer the question while you paint. I don't know what the question is. Okay, like tits. Why does, like tits? Yeah, no, I get tits, great tits. They're the best. They're a great tip. That's my name, tits, the best visual model of creativity. So what color are you gonna paint me, bro? Well, I, I don't know what color the wind is, so I, I... Freeze. Yeah, boys, this album's going platinum. That's what I'm saying. Don't move, don't move, it's perfect. All right, I had enough. Sure. Let me touch my neck. This is technically no sort of drum roll at all. The sticks are everywhere. Hold, pull. God damn it, Nitro! If you want to get a platinum album, you need a platinum album cover. See, there you go again. I'm you are in a band to take stiffy photos. I joined the band to make fucking. Hold on, super producer Greg's over here. I'm not getting them on the. I'm not getting. You don't need to get them on anything. This is a fucking game. Why do you bring your crew everywhere you go? It's a fo it's safety blanket in yeah. human form. They are the crew. You have to have your crew with you. All right, taking the picture. Here we go. Three, oh, two, one. Smile. Click. You also feel. This is how you want our family photo to look, Greg. This is how you want it. You can't. You can't even get him to sit on a chair. What is this like? Mom, the guy's on cheat. I want a bad family photo. Don't sit on the chair just because just because she says. Because I don't have legs. You guys are fighting over me not having legs again. I wish I was never born. Sometimes. You know what? We're starting to feel the same way. Oh. Well, the truth comes out, doesn't it? I wake up like a photographer. I do. Good job, kid. You're really ruining this family. It's just my stepson. I can walk away from this. Just saying. And go ahead, Dad. Tell him. Tell her. Tell her about the time machine. Look, look, honey. I'm yours. Look, honey. A kid is like a time machine. You know, when when you commit to having one, you 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 lose track of everything, and then suddenly you find yourself in the future. Be it a telephone, or be it your Matthew McConaughey and Freeze! Freeze! Alright, so you two talk it out. Um, we'll go back to the office. I just, I'm gonna say, I feel like you totally ignore the fact that I'm sneaking in quicksand, and I feel like it's affecting our relationship. I just don't think it's my responsibility no, 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 to bail no, 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 you no, no, out no. every time you get into trouble. Okay, see, here's the thing. Maybe I can't get out of this quicksand, so maybe, just maybe. Uh, quicksand, if you read online, you can only go like four feet deep. You're clearly not even trying. You're not even trying. See, That's this is the, the problem with the... <laughs> 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 
Give me a quick dance. I don't know what I want to do right now. <laughs> Carol, just get in the tent. You're being ridiculous. Oh my god, it's so close to the cliff. Like, what if the wind blows really Carol, hard? Carol, you're freezing to death out there. Just get uh, in the tent. I Russell, Russell, know. Russell, I'm a tent. Great, now, now this is great. All right. I'm in the tent. What do you want? <laughs> now are you warm now? Are you happy? We're all safe in the tent. Freeze. I'm a tiny ghost. Ooh. <laughs> I'm haunting your tiny house, you tiny people. God fucking damn it! Uh, the world is round. Fuck! Sorry. I I made I made a promise to all of you that you would learn nothing here tonight. And sweet I, gale time. Does anyone do sweet gale now? What time is it? Well, yeah, yeah, we can do that. We can do it. Um, fuck. All right. Okay. I did. T- I talked to her. Uh, she started off by going, "Oh, Andrew, what are you are you doing a radio show now?" And I go, "No, we're doing improv." She goes, "Oh, wait." Oh, it's Tuesday! I thought it was about... I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> All right, sweet. Uh, she started about going, Hey, do you know what today is? It's an anniversary. It's a big anniversary. Oh. Uh, it's the anniversary of uh, Ted Bundy getting executed. I guess it is. She went on and on. He's a fucking creep. And, uh, he, we, uh, Why did she that? Yo. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Hey, kids! Hello. So she had she had one. She didn't want us to do a Ted Bundy related sketch because uh, she thought that would get us beat up. <laughs> 